Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome back to The Drive. You're listening to The Drive on 6th and Sports Radio, 6th and and the Odyssey app. A lot of things that we just heard from the Kansas City Royals. Rob, I, I, I feel like in these moments, my commentary makes it sound like I am like super pro Royals and I'm in the pocket for the Royals. And I assure you that I am not. And it does come from a place as someone who plans on voting yes for this. And I try to respect your right to say no. Like that's what democracy is. When you go in that voting booth, when you go to the voting box, It is your choice, your decision to make whether you want to vote yes or no. But I do hear them say certain things, and I know they can't say it maybe the way that I can or you can or the text line or whomever. Like, they got to say it more buttoned up and more PC. But every time I hear John Sherman talk, he basically says this. This is the cost of having a professional baseball team. One of the first things he said, Rob, today was, We are the second smallest city in the country that has an NFL team and a Major League Baseball team. The the second smallest. This ain't New York. This ain't Chicago. This is, we are really fortunate to be in this position that you have an NFL team and a Major League Baseball team. Hey, we got to do more. We all understand the economic limitations of their sport and what they're dealing with in comparison to their counterparts and their peers. It's different struggles than the Kansas City Chiefs face because of the economics of the sport that the Chiefs play. So when I hear him say that, hey, we're the second smallest market that has this, and he keeps talking about the tax and how the tax is important. If I was the Royals and I told them this privately from the beginning, You guys should have been hammering the, we are not trying to increase your taxes. This is an extension of what you already are paying. Rob, I still haven't heard this number. We had the mayor of Kansas City on, and I asked him this. What is the average person in Jackson County every year pay into the stadium on their three-eighths of a cent sales tax? How have they not had that number to hand to the – because I keep hearing people say, I don't want to pay for your stadium. I don't want to pay for your stadium. Okay, and that's fair. But then I see sub numbers like the average person pays $140. That's what we're arguing over right now. 
$140 to keep the stadium in downtown Kansas City, to keep it in Jackson County, that it seems frivolous to me. This is the cost of keeping the Royals. And only you, the voter of Jackson County, can determine if that is something that is really, really important to you. I think for the most part, now I I certainly still have my own questions about all of this process, but the Royals have shown you their hand for the most part. And if you read between the lines of what they're saying, it is obvious. They are building it here. They'll figure it out with the businesses. And, hey, we're going to keep giving you information. We got four more years to give you more information. But for the first time ever, Rob, they have told us when the stadium is going to be done, when they plan to be playing baseball in that new stadium, and they have finally landed and agreed on, we're not doing this Clay County, we're not doing this Wyandotte County, this is where the stadium is going to be, this is our plan, and we will continue to give you more information as it's done. I mean, they just said in there, I hadn't heard them say this, I just, I presume this was going to be the case. Hey, inside this radius, there's going to be a brand new hotel that we oversee and we help on the building of this hotel. But this is the cost of keeping a Major League Baseball team in your city. I understand that the Royals have not had success in the last eight, nine years or so. But Rob, think about some of the great American cities that don't have a baseball team. Nashville, you got, you love Nashville. Nashville does not have a major league baseball team. They would happily take the Royals. San Antonio, great city. Portland, great city. There are a lot of cities that do not have a baseball team that would very happily take your baseball team. And having the baseball team is in ways what separates you from some of those cities. You got two major teams. And every time John Sherman has talked about this, I think he has always hinted to the fact of, yo, this is what it costs. This is my question, and I don't know if this got, I didn't hear it get asked during the press conference, but I do find it really interesting, and maybe it's dishonest, how they tell you basically that the stadium is falling apart and they just can't do it anymore. And then I'm thinking, hold on, wait. Like, Fenway's been up since 1912. They haven't built a brand new stadium. Like, how is, how is Boston making it work with that stadium? Rob Dodger Stadium, not new. It's still there. Angel Stadium, still there. Wrigley, still there. Now, I'm not suggesting that Kauffman Stadium is Wrigley or it's Fenway Park, but I mean, let's not make it seem like this stadium is some old, decrepit structure. We just gave you $300 million 20 years ago to add to it. And... The Chiefs are not saying this about their stadium. They're saying we need money to keep it going. Hey, you guys love it. We love it. Let's work together to keep it here exactly where it is. But you are not hearing the same tone about the original structure from the Chiefs that you are hearing from the Royals, at least when it comes to the build. They had that guy up there basically to tell you, hey, man, this thing's old. We can't do nothing with it anymore. That was his whole purpose up there. He didn't answer a question. They had him up there to simply tell you, Hey, man, it's time. Every time they can tell you, they tell you that something's wrong with the stadium. And I think that's really hard for people to, I guess, maybe process and understand. And I'm part of this, too, so it's not even other people. I think it's hard for you to really process and understand it, knowing how much money they asked for the last time and also seeing how nice of a stadium it is. You know when a place is run down. 
you know when it's time to get a new stadium. Like, you just know. I've never been to Kauffman Stadium and looked around and was like, I don't know, man. I don't know if this place works anymore. I will say, to defend the... I don't want to sound like a royal shill. To defend the concrete comment, it's very possible when the Chiefs come out within the month or month and a half when they come out with the news of their innovations, I presume Clark Hunt, Mark Donovan, their power structure are going to have a press conference at some point. I would bet pretty good coin that in their press conference, they bring up some form or fashion in the renovations that they need to do stuff with the concrete. We just don't know because the Chiefs haven't talked about it. But it's still possible they can talk about it. They're going to have a press conference at a future date to talk about their plans for Arrowhead. So it's very possible Arrowhead's in the same boat. We just don't know. This is one thing that I saw multiple people say on the text line that I at least want to clear up because it is not accurate. So someone said, I don't like that they're making it 9,000 seats smaller. That means the prices are going to be through the roof to get in. It's not going to be that much smaller. So I I looked it up because I was actually curious for myself. And I also think it's important to note that they said seating capacity, which we know is not the actual capacity because some of you have bought tickets to a Royals game, but did not buy a seat to go to the Royals game. You bought a party porch and you could just walk around and do whatever you wanted to do. So that is not part of the seating capacity that I believe that they were talking about. So Kauffman Stadium seating capacity is is 37,000. And they just said that the new stadium is going to be around 36,000. So it is going to be a little bit smaller than their current stadium. But I am going to guess. I just, I feel very confident. I have not seen all the plans, but I feel very confident that they're going to have enough areas for you to stay in and standing room only and SRO. And you can be at this restaurant and this restaurant that the actual capacity of the stadium is going to be larger than 36,000 people, that it will probably be between 40 and 42 with all the different places that you can just go out there and sit, but you don't necessarily have a seat in 117, row 13, you know, section R or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I also would bet at some point, we're getting more information from the Royals at some point, I would bet they start to, buoy those numbers with, Hey, it's 34, 36,000 in the stadium, but our entertainment district, which is attached holds, you know, another four. So it feels like, you know, their number rises up the same way. We also saw video back in 2014, 2015 of people watching the world series from at their cars. I imagine that's going to be the same thought process with if their entertainment district or their hotel bar is full, they will consider that part of their attendance in some way. Someone said he said 34, 35. Did you mark this? Because I, I wrote down 36, but maybe I misheard. Because I remember, I, I believe it was, I, I didn't have the television on. I believe Brooke Sherman said it was 34, 35. And then John Sherman, the owner, came in and said, we expect the capacity to be around 36,000 people. Did you mark that part? Rob, uh, the it was Brooke Sherman initially said thirty four. That was the n- yeah, and then no. and then John Sherman came in and said thirty six. Right, I think that thirty six number includes the SRO and those things of that nature. Okay, so I misunderstood then because I thought he was coming in and he just was off on how many seats there were going to be. So it's going to be like three thousand less seats is what it sounds like, which to me is uh, around three thousand ne- less seats. Negligible difference. Let's take you guys' phone calls. 913-586-7610. We just heard from the Royals group about what's going to happen. There is one thing, and we'll get back to the Royals here coming up in just a bit. I actually trust them on one part, 
And it doesn't sound like some of you do. And I'll tell you what that is. Keep right here. It's The Drive. The Drive with Carrington Harrison. Brought to you by Deep Esquale Moore. Car, truck, or motorcycle wreck? Remember, Mike's got this. On 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The Drive with Carrington Harrison on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Back in on the drive on 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com, and the Odyssey app. Carrington here. Rob is here. Is Fesco coming on, Rob? I know we had a plan, and then he had to move, and I wasn't sure at the time. He will be on in 10 minutes. Bob Fesco will join the drive in 10 minutes. I'm so excited to hear what Bob Fesco has to say about all of this. Maybe this comes from a place of someone who lives downtown, so I just know how to navigate it differently than other people. I know where you can park. I know where you shouldn't park. I know where you, I I just, I know. When there's events going on at the Midland and T-Mobile Center, I know how to avoid the traffic to get to my apartment. Like I, I, I've lived down there for a while now. I believe them about the parking, Rob. I believe them. I understand why people don't believe them about the parking. And I understand that they need to continue to do a better job answering about the parking. And I I get all of that, right? I believe them and trust them about the parking. Now, this might be where me and the Royals disagree just a little bit. Like when they say there are 40,000 open parking spaces, I think what I would consider downtown and what they might consider downtown might be drastically different and change the numbers. But I do think that they are going to be able to accommodate you if you want to go to the downtown stadium. I do think they'll be able to accommodate you. Now, I don't know entirely what that plane is going to be, and I'm going to guess that you're probably going to have to create some more parking garages than you already have. But I don't think the parking issue is going to be nearly as bad as people have made it seem. Number one, 
not many, or not as many people go to Royals games on a game by game basis than I think we make it seem like any time we have this conversation. Because anytime we have this conversation, we paint it like every night is sold out at Kauffman Stadium. Well, I've seen and watched a lot of Royals games in my day, and we all know that's not the case. Now, I'm not going to say that there aren't going to be some games that are worse than others, because obviously, I mean, having this new, brand new, renovated, renovated stadium, I mean, that will give us the all-star game, I would guess, in the next 10 years. I would guess in the next 10 years, the all-star game comes back. If they're going to get a new stadium in the next four years, and you know that baseball is going to want to showcase this and show it off with all the excitement and buzz around Kansas City, Super Bowl, World Cup, new stadium, I feel pretty confident that we will be back in the rotation again. It will then be, what, 20 years probably around that time that you haven't had the All-Star game? Makes sense to me that they would get another opportunity that comes back around to them getting the stadium. So you're going to have those days. Eventually, they play in a postseason game. I feel pretty confident in saying that Bobby Wood Jr. at some point in his career will play a postseason game at that stadium with the Royals. For the length of his deal, for how many teams now make it, I think Bobby Wood Jr. will have a chance to play in a postseason game. So there's certainly going to be some nights, some events, some things down there. The average attendance is 25,000 people goes to a game. I mean, that's in a, in a decent year, 25,000 people go. I think they'll be able to figure the parking out a little bit better than any time the what about parking, where do we park, where should we park, I think people will be okay. I pulled the cut. He said no new parking structures. Uh, Earl Santee, he's the construction person. I feel like I don't know downtown as well as you. I don't pretend to. I've never been the downtown expert on the show. But every time I go downtown for a event at Sprint Center, like a concert or a basketball game, or I'm in the crossroads for a date night, or you know I'm getting married in the crossroads in about four months, I know the, I'm in the crossroads a decent amount. I have friends who live north of the river, uh, in River Market area. I, I've take, gone to Bar K before. I know the whole downtown area pretty well. Parking is not nearly the issue people think it is. People just like the notion of a wide open parking structure because that's what they're used to. But I promise, if the stadium's the old star building, you can park at the Kauffman Center on the street, grab Town Topic, and walk to the stadium and get a beer at three or four bars on the way. It is not going to be a problem. I would bet right now the average Chiefs fan parks farther at Arrowhead to walk to a game than they will if the stadium's downtown for the Royals. Like, what do you think's further? Parking out by the practice facility at Arrowhead to walk to a Chiefs game or parking at Grinders to walk to the KC Star building? Yeah, probably. Yeah. No, you're right. So I think people just like to complain because they like to complain, but I imagine parking is actually going to be better. It's just more dispersed. It's the same walking time. I, I think a lot of this just comes down to, and we could take calls on this. I'm happy to take them. 913-586-7610. It's new and it's different. And we hate new and different. Some of you hated the idea of the airport. I was here, hated the idea. Why do we need new restaurants? Why do we need new plug outlets? Why do we need any of this? I just want to get on the plane. That was an overwhelming sentiment in the city. How great the old airport was and how we didn't need this new airport and how this was a waste of everyone's time and how it was going to be so terrible to fly out of there. It's not. It's better in almost every way than the old one. It is vastly improved from the other one. This is new and different. 
Some of you hated the idea of Sprint Center. I hated the idea for the Sprint Center. It is better. Like, it is better than what we had. I think this is going to be better. I feel pretty confident in saying it will be better. And Kaufman is amazing. But, Rob, you've been to Coors Field, right, in downtown Denver. I just don't know how you go to Coors Field and then not want that in your city. Everything that comes with it. And I know you go to the baseball game. You don't care about anything. You don't want to eat at the baseball game. You don't want to have fun. You just want to watch Royals baseball and drive straight home. Some of us don't feel that way about the baseball game. Like I I don't feel, I want all the other things that come with the game. I like walking around the stadium. I like seeing this stuff. I like that. There's a carousel for the kid. I like if the Royals are getting thumped in the fifth inning, I can go across the street and still have a good time. I enjoy that. We just have to acknowledge in Kansas City that we hate new and different. But if you want Kansas City to be progressive, which I imagine a lot of you listening want it to be, it's going to come at some cost and some uncomfort. And them moving the stadium is one of the biggest changes of our lifetime. The stadium just, or excuse me, the airport just moved across the street. It just moved across the street. You don't have to drive anywhere different. It, it moved across the street. This is one of the biggest changes of our life to where we are. I mean, even when they built the, the Sprint Center, when they built, people didn't really live down there. Rob, that was not a thing when you and I were kids. You didn't go to downtown to hang out. You didn't, you didn't do any of those things. This is one of the biggest changes of our lifetime and what they're doing in putting the stadium where it is. And I, it, it feels like one of the things that once we get it and you see how cool it is, wow, this is great. I can't believe I was against this. I'm really happy that we have this. And I think they are going to take a lot of the things that we love and appreciate about Kaufman and they are going to incorporate this into the park. They're going to have fountains. They're going to have an incredible crown vision. They're going to do the hot dog derby. It's going to be cool. Coming up on the other side, we'll be joined by Bob Fesco of Fesco in the Morning. Keep right here. It's The Drive. You're listening to The Drive with Carrington Harrison. Remember to follow the show on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by Deep Pasquale Moore. Car wreck? Get the money you deserve. Mike's got this on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf and the metronome of your life, baseball. 
Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to The Drive with CDOT on 610 Sports Radio. I want to say this before we bring Bob Fesco onto the show today. The one part that I'm willing to fully trust the Royals on is when it comes to the parking. Now, maybe this is naive of me to feel. I just don't know if you can put $2 billion into something the way that they are talking about with the stadium and all the things around the stadium. And you can do this in a place that is as car dependent as Kansas City. This is not Chicago. Like, Rob, you and I know people that live in some of these bigger cities that do not have a car, but still get around and get to work. And it just, hey, I have a train pass. I do all of these things. I do not own a car. Danny didn't own a car for the first two years he lived in Chicago. They didn't have kids yet. They just took the train. I just find it hard to believe that I guess I I, I, I trust them that they they know where they're building the stadium that they're not going to have some plan when it comes to parking. I just don't think the plan is going to be, hey, you guys figure it out. I think they're going to at least try to figure out some of it. Now, it at times might not be the most ideal plan that we have ever heard, but I, I mean, you're building a $2 billion structure in downtown Kansas City. I just, I think they're going to have some plan, some idea, and I think we're going to hear more and more of it hey, you can park here and there's going to be a bus that picks you up. Rob, I've been to enough KU basketball games. I know where you can park that's not right next to Allen Fieldhouse and they will drop you off right in the front of Allen Fieldhouse free of charge. It's great. I love it. I just think they'll have a plan. I'm willing to, of all the things that we might have questions about when it comes to the stadium, that's just, that's down the list for me. I wonder where Bob Fesco is on this. Fesco from Fesco in the morning. How are you doing today? There's there's no debate that I hate more than the stupid parking conversation. It is the most antiquated conversation that we've had. They're not going to build something and not have the ability for people to park their car. Yes, you may not park right in front of the stadium, but you're going to have a parking spot. I mean, th- think about it this way. When you went to the World Series and the ALCS and all that, all those big events at Kauffman Stadium, if you parked out in Lot C or Lot D at the Truman Sports Complex, you walked further than the majority majority of parking spots are going to be to the new downtown stadium. And when they were originally planning the downtown stadium years ago, Carrington, they, they talked about building it just south of the Kaufman Center and have the streetcar kind of run underneath it, over have a deck over the streetcar. Like those were some of the plans that they talked about years ago. And when they talked about that, they said within like a quarter mile, there were 25,000 parking spots available. So there's plenty of parking. People just aren't familiar with it. And so they go, there's nowhere to park. And then they scream and then they yell and then they, and they run away. So there's going to be plenty of places to park. The other dirty little secret is the plaza has a lot of free parking and the streetcar is going to be running there by that time. Park in the plaza for free, ride the streetcar down for free. You don't even have to pay for parking. Bob, I will say this, and you and I both know this. You've lived in this city long enough. 
I mean, it is one thing that gets us all up in arms. I know I feel this whenever I go somewhere. You're like, wait, I got to pay to park in Kansas City? Like, I will drive around for 15 minutes when it's like, Carrington, why don't you just pay the $5 to park right there? It, it, I don't know what it is. It is just in our DNA to be very upset about parking. No, I, I know, but it, 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 like, it, it stops the progress. People look at parking, I can't park, and so I don't want this. You know, people complained about the airport, I mean, for God's sakes. Like, there are just some people who are against progress, period. And if, and if we're going to continue to grow this city and continue to become a world-class city, like, you know, we heard the, the, the folks talk about today, Kathy Nelson in particular, and then John Sherman talking about, you know, the growth of the city and getting the World Cup here and the NFL draft and all of this stuff. Yeah, sometimes you're going to have to park just a tad further away than you would have liked. And, you know, so, so plan ahead of time. Get out a map, and uh, I'm sure they will be providing plenty of parking maps for people where you can get your map out, find your spot, circle it, punch it into your GPS, go right to your parking spot, and then walk a couple of minutes into the stadium. The walking does good for everybody. It's one of the greatest things you can do for your body is go out for a little bit of a walk. The sun, the vitamin D, the exercise, the stretching of the legs. It's a wonderful experience. Bob, how much of this is that the stadium idea is just new? I mean, the way that they have the stadium set up is the only stadium set up that many of us know. That when you go Mm -hmm. out there, there's Arrowhead, there's Kaufman, you know they – This is the only thing that we know. I made this point before, you know, we had you on the show. This is one of the biggest changes in our lifetime. I I know that they just put a brand new airport. They moved the airport right across the street. Like, that was not much of a change for anybody. You didn't have to drive anywhere different. It it, It was almost the same process that it was before. They are taking a pretty massive structure, and they are changing an entire community around it. I mean, this is one of the biggest decisions. How much do you think people's opposition to this is simply this is new and it's changed and human beings just don't like change? Well, I was telling Rob earlier, people get mad when they put up a new Applebee's in Johnson County and and they allow you to paint your house a different color of beige out here. So I, I understand why people don't like change and I get all that. But at the end of the day, change for the most part is good and it's needed. People fight change all the time, whether it's in your daily life or, you know, like like today you got a road closed. You got to go a different way to work. Well, that's change. And you don't like it because it gets in the way of what you're used to and what, what you know, what you perceive normal. But, it, but it's time to take Kansas City to the next level. I mean, there's been talk of this downtown stadium since 2001 when it was supposed to be a 20th and grand. And David Glass, you know, said you know he didn't want to be the catalyst for the redevelopment of downtown. He just didn't want to pay for it. Um, so. I, I think that this has always been on the map. It's something that's needed to happen for a very long time because, you know, Kauffman Stadium has just outgrown its usefulness right now. And and I've been fortunate enough to do a baseball trip with my buddies every year. We go to a different ballpark. So I've been to a good majority you know, of these ballparks over the last 20 or so years. And, and you see what a downtown stadium does and how it changes the environment in the city. And, and how people just absolutely love hanging out at the bars, and it, and it creates jobs, it creates money, it creates a better living experience, you know, for those who live downtown. And, and, and I will say this, and I, and I hate to be this callous, but if it's something that you don't seemingly like or something that doesn't work for you, then don't go, because not everything in this world is for everybody. And, and because you don't like it doesn't mean somebody else does. And, you know, people say all the time, no one likes this idea. And my response is, did you interview everybody in America to, to make sure that nobody likes this plan? Because we only hear from the people who are against these things. And, and I believe that for every one person that's screaming and yelling that they're against it, there's 10 people that are just quiet. They like the idea and they can't wait for the new downtown ballpark to open or whatever is that new item in your town or, or, or your city.
right now we're talking to Bob Fesco of Fesco in the morning. Fesco, I don't think we've had this conversation in a while. I think this is going to pass. I do think a major reason of this passing is I think at some point the Chiefs put together a campaign to make sure that it passes. Hey, you guys did 80% of the work, Kansas City Royals. Let us do the other 20. Let's have Paul Rudd cut a promo. Let's have Patrick Mahomes cut a promo. Hey, you guys love Arrowhead. We want to continue to keep Arrowhead for the next 40 years. That's part of this as well. I'm wondering if I'm wondering if you think that this plan, so the Royals plan that they have today, I'm wondering if you think that plan could stand on its own or is it a plan that needs the Chiefs backing in order to pass? Well, I, I think it needs the Chiefs backing. And the Arrowhead one, from what I understand, is only going to be a 25-year lease extension uh, at, at Arrowhead for the Chiefs. 40 years for the Royals is what I, I've been hearing on this. And they may have changed that because everything has changed constantly, you know, with this project. I don't need Paul Rudd to cut us. But all Patrick Mahomes has to do is say, go vote for this now. And everybody will go, okay, Patrick said so, and we could go out there you know, and do that. But, you know, from, from where I stand, I love the Royals plan. I'm not a hundred percent sold on what the chiefs are going to do. Number one, because they really haven't told us what they were going to do. And then listening to the gentleman talk about the concrete decaying at Kauffman stadium, well, Arrowhead's the same years old. I mean, so if the concrete's decaying at Arrowhead or at Kauffman, wouldn't it be decaying at Arrowhead too? So I, I just I just think the best thing, what, what my plan would have been for the chiefs is to build their new stadium with a roof where Hoffman is right now and then do their village where their stadium is right now but that's something that they've they've chosen not to do so uh that goes on on on, on the back burner but do i think the royals would have passed this plan by themselves no i don't now if they were winning and had the success that the chiefs did and the chiefs were you know where the royals are right now then i think the, the chiefs would need the royals to help get theirs passed so it works together you know but i i love what the royals are doing i really like this site you know, where, where it is right now and looking at the pictures and seeing the roof over 670 and, you know, extending the entertainment district to incorporate 18th and Vine. Like, I love the way that the Royals are building that synergy within the downtown, you know, area because that's the last piece to tie this whole thing together in downtown Kansas City. And, and I absolutely love the plan that the Royals have rolled out. Right now we're talking about. Right now we're talking about Fesco of Fesco in the morning, getting his thoughts on the press conference that we just had from the Kansas City Royals as they have announced where the new downtown stadium is going to be around 16th and McGee. Bob, I think the big part of the conversation today regarding the stadium is the unfortunate. I know the Royals didn't want to come out and say it, but you and I both know this. If you are making billion dollar deals, somebody is going to be mad and it's usually going to be the little guy who is mad there are going to be some small businesses that are negatively impacted in this deal. It just always is. I mean, they Uh said that they need 18 more acres of land. You're telling me that they're going to 100% agree on how to get these 18 acres of land? No. Somebody's small business is going to be affected, and it's just hard for me to look at this other than this is just big business that always wins in this country. We already know that capitalism is king, and in this, I guess, debate, you have one company that is worth $1.2 billion, and you have random small business in Kansas City. We know who's winning that fight. Well, yeah, and, and I hope those small businesses get paid a nice chunk of change to say see you later because what I had heard at, at one point is well over 100 different businesses had to be eminent domain for this kind of site to work, and that just does happen. And, Carrington, you're the one who, who always says it, and I, I love it, is that like if big business wants to get something done, it gets done. They just, they just don't care. It happens. And so I understand, yeah, there will be businesses that do get eminent domain from this, and 
you know, I, I guess you can say you're, you're getting a check out of it, or maybe you can move and open something new and work out some sort of deal with the, you know, the Royals or the city to help pay for that kind of stuff. I don't know how any of that works, right? But I do know you're right about that. There will be businesses that do go out of business because of this, but that seemingly happens all the time. Bob, why didn't you and I have the foresight to just buy a random parking lot in downtown Kansas City like 15 years ago? You know, I, I've actually thought about that. I've talked <laughs> about that with Jason Nivens of The Rock a lot, like you know, but he hates surface parking, so he would never go and say, "Yeah, I'm going to buy one of those," because they do. They take up a lot of land and and whatnot, and basically sit empty the majority of the time. So, yeah, I, I know. You know, I wish I would have had stock in Apple in 1985. I wish I would have had, you know, a downtown parking lot and, and the the ability to win the lottery too. That is our guy Bob Fesco joining us on the show today. Bob, where are you going to be tomorrow for the parade? Uh, we are going to be in studio for the parade tomorrow, and uh, we're going to be anchoring coverage from back there and, and doing uh, doing our thing from uh, 7,000 Squib Road. Bob, how? Bob, you're you're the man around town. You're telling me Kathy Nelson couldn't put you on that flow. Bob, you didn't try very hard to be in the parade, because if there's anybody I know that could have been in the parade, it's you. Hello? Yeah, you, you there, Bob? Oh, yeah, okay. I thought you cut out. Hey, look, I've asked to be in parades before. I ask every year to be in the parade, and I never get a return phone call. I don't understand why. That's the same thing that happened to me. I text the mayor right after they won, and I said, see you on Wednesday, and he just gave it the little thumbs up. That's all he did. Yeah. yeah <laughs> That's no, all no. he we, did. We, he played we, me we again, Bob Fesco. He played we, me. We, we, we should have a convertible. You and I should be in that convertible. We get the biggest cheers, bigger than Mahomes or Kelsey. Bob, I appreciate you, man. Thanks a lot for joining us today. Of course, Carrington. See you, bud. Absolutely. That's Bob Fesco joining us on the show today. Rob, you played me. I was looking forward to being in this parade. I was excited about being in this parade. I'm not going to be in the parade, am I? If I if I haven't locked in a parade spot at 4.50 on the Tuesday before, I'm done. This was the mayor on our show two days ago, three days ago. I'm going to call. I'm going to call some people, make sure it's all right. I don't break any, you know, union rules, anything like that by putting you in the parade. I'm, I'm going to try. How about this? I'm going to sound like a politician right now. I will do whatever I can to make sure you can get there. He said, I'm going to call some people. You're the mayor. Who do you need to call if you're the mayor to make that happen? You can't just be like, oh, you and me. You're the mayor. Unbelievable. I feel like you would have known at this point. I saw one of the local TV stations starting coverage at 4.30. I feel like if TV stations are ready to go at 4.30, plans are locked in No, yeah, I, I Yeah, no, I should have. I don't know, man. I should have asked to be part of Fox 4's parade coverage. I don't know if they want me. I mean, it's one thing to have me in the studio. You're going to have me out on the street and let me interview people? I, that could have gone very poorly for Fox 4. I'm a little disappointed they didn't ask me to do that. I would have done it. You only got to pay me. You know what? I'd have done this one pro bono. I'd have done it for free. I'm stunned the Chiefs didn't come to me and say, hey, can you welcome the team to the stage? Your negativity fired us up. <laughs> Rob, I'm serious. If they if they play like a montage and you are included in the montage of things that you said, if you are included, it will be the greatest thing that ever happened in this show. And some cool things have happened to this show. But if they have during the parade, and I'm talking of hundreds of thousands, over a million people hear your Chiefs takes from this season, it'll be the greatest thing that ever happened. I hope they, I, 
if Patrick Mahomes says your name and this guy, Rob Brenton of 6'10", and he, oh my goodness, it'll be, the, it'll be the best. I mean, think about how perfect it'd be. You play my prediction of picking the Ravens and then Mitch walks out on the stage and goes, you can doubt the Chiefs. You can hate the Chiefs, but you're going to have to deal with the Chiefs. Perfection. What's happening outside? You feel that? Somebody listen to Jack Harlow outside. Why is the why is the room shaking? Uh, all right, you know what? We haven't talked a lot of Chiefs today. This Royals news has kind of taken over. Someone was like, "How are you talking about the Royals? The Chiefs just won the Super Bowl. They're going to be the Super Bowl champions for the next 366 days." I tomorrow, I promise you, we will talk about the Chiefs and probably for a lot of days thereafter. But today, you know, the Royals—they're they're the top story right now. They just announced their stadium. I do want to get this thought out very quickly about. Yesterday or two days ago, the game, the Super Bowl. Uh, here's what Kyle Shanahan. Someone asked Kyle Shanahan about the decision to take the ball first in overtime. Here's what the losing coach said. You know, there, none of us have a ton of experience of it, but we went through all the analytics and talked to those guys, and we just thought it'd be better. We wanted the ball third. Um, the both teams matched and scored. We wanted to be the ones who had the chance to go win, and um, we got that field goal, so we knew we had to hold them to at least to a field goal, and if, if we did, then we felt it was in our hands after that. <laughs> How can you hear that plan and feel good about it? The analytics told you, to give the ball. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I, I'm not the best at this. I acknowledge that I am human and sometimes I struggle with this. But I, I think that I am pretty good at being able to see both sides of the argument and understand that life is not black and white. That sometimes there are areas, shades and gray. And just because I have a take and your take, that doesn't mean that my take is wrong and your take is right. It, there's, there's things in the middle. There's degrees of right and wrong. You know, that's life. If you are on team, take the ball first and overtime, you're wrong. I don't care what the analytics say. I don't care about the strategy. There are two overtimes. There is the first half of overtime that both teams get the ball and the second team clearly has the advantage in that scenario. And then there is the sudden death portion that yes, if you choose to take the ball first, you could possibly have the advantage in the third overtime, but that means it gets to the third overtime. There is no guarantee of it getting to the third overtime. There is no guarantee that it gets to the second phase of overtime. There's none. There's only the guarantee that you get one possession and they get one possession. And if you end your possession with anything less than eight points, you will not advance or could not advance to the next part of overtime, which is the second phase of it. That just seems so obvious to me. I, I genuinely think Kyle Shanahan is a very smart guy. I think he is a great coach. I think he is the second best football coach in the world. This logic is mind-numbing to me. And maybe they still would have lost anyway. Like maybe Chiefs go down the field, they score on their first possession, defense gets off the field, and we're not having this conversation anyway. You didn't even give yourself a chance. San Francisco 
did not give themselves a chance to win the game in overtime. They didn't give themselves a chance. They should have ended the game right then. When they kicked the field goal, the game was over. I knew it was over. You knew it was over. It would have been different if you, it, it could have been different. It could have been different if you had just simply kicked in the very, very beginning and got on defense. The logic that you rather have the advantage in the portion of overtime that is not guaranteed as opposed to having the advantage in the portion that is guaranteed does not make sense to anybody. And I, I, I believe in analytics as much as anybody else. We try to treat football games like it's blackjack, like it's a simple equation, and we are not factoring in people, time, circumstances, situations, any of those things. And I just don't know why in any scenario, after you just saw what that man did taking his team down the field, why you would give his team the advantage in the first portion of overtime. It made no sense to me then. It continues to make even less sense. And it's not the reason why the San Francisco 49ers lost, but it is certainly part of why they lost. And there's going to be a parade in Kansas City, Missouri tomorrow. Coming up on the other side, we'll get back to the top stories in Kansas City. And we'll continue to talk about the downtown stadium. The Royals have made their announcement on where the new stadium is going to be. Keep it right here, Sudra. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.